gets in, another wide open three. Pierre Cardin. The first to Booker for the long range jumper. P H O E N I X. Phoenix Suns, and you know we up next. Yeah, we working for that championship ring. We the Valley, it ain't nothing but a thing. P H O E N I X. Phoenix Suns, and you know we up next. Yeah, we working for that championship ring. We the Valley, it ain't nothing but a thing. Chris Paul, bring a dinner with the dish. D Book on the corner with the swish. We the Valley, hating with the dunk. Poster rising, now the crowd getting pumped. We the best, I ain't talking about Cali. Who's next? Never winning in the valley. Can't wait for that championship rally. Send them home, send them back to Cali. Stand up if you're down for the suns. Put a finger in the air, we number one. P H O E N I X. Phoenix Suns, and you know we up next. Yeah, we working for that championship ring. We the valley, it ain't nothing but a thing. P H O E N I X. Sons and you know we up next. Yeah, we working for that championship ring. We the valley, it ain't nothing but a thing. Welcome everybody to the Aussie Suns fans podcast, season three, episode three. We have uh, a brand new face with us today, which is exciting times. Dane, welcome along, mate. Um, Wrapped to finally have you on. No worries, mate. Cheers. Thanks for having me. Just um, whenever you want to say anything, just throw yourself in there. Go nuts. Doesn't matter. Um, that's what we're here for. We've got a couple of people in the live. Hopefully there'll be a few more and we can get some comments going. And you'll just see the comments flash up on the screen. And um, if you need at any stage to tell someone to get fucked, go for it. No worries, mate. Basically done. Hey, mate. Welcome back. Welcome online. How you going, my friend? Man, doing really good. Glad to be back. Needed to take a week off, but uh, yeah, no, really glad to be back. And um, yeah, really keen to to see Dane here too, man. I've been wanting to have a beer with him and have a chat with him for a while, man. So, right, you mate. It is to us, boys. Looking forward to it. Let's go. And I love that. Uh, I love that we get Dane on from Cairns, nice and hot and muggy and all that shit up there, and he's got the long necks cracking. That's the way to do it, mate. That's the Aussie way. That's it, man. No, if no. I disappear right, well, from the camera, it's just a short walk to the fridge. I'm wrong. No, that's that's completely Perfect. reasonable. I'm I'm out of beers, so I will be consuming uh, scotch today. And the weather in Melbourne sort of dictates that anyway, so because it's fucking freezing. Um, it's a bit chilly. Let's get straight into it and let's have a look at last week's games, gents. Uh, the win against the Clippers, 112 to 95. Obviously, these are the games uh, since we last potted. Um, win against the Warriors, 134 to 105. Against the Pels, 124 to 111. Houston, 124 to 109. Minnesota, 116 to 107. Puts our record at six and one, five and zero at home, one and one away, and a five-game win streak. Talk to me. Let's start with you, Hamo, instead of throwing Dane straight into the deep end. What, no, that's what fair enough. On the, what were your thoughts on the games this week? Man, um, I, I love beating any team that comes from Los Angeles. I don't care whether it's the Clippers, the Lakers, uh, the what's the fucking hockey team, the Kings. Who gives a fuck, man? Just fuck everyone in LA and everything that they stand for. But, um, you know, some huge... Huge things have been happening with our boys and their numbers over the last few games. Um, you know, Book standing out with 35 points, eight and 13 rebounds, eight, uh, sorry, 13 points, eight rebounds. Huge game from Jock, so close to getting that double-double. From who? And um, from Jock. That's a knife. Jock at all, Dundee. Glad I got nice. that one early. Got it in nice and early. And, um, yeah, our semi-Aussie brethren, TC, finally found his form as well, man. So I loved that game. That was a beautiful Claiming him, claiming him as my own. He, he played, played a uh, – I think he played about half a season up here at the Cairns Taipans as well. So Oh, really? Yeah, him. okay. I'm, I'm, I'm claiming him, yeah. Done. So he Easy. played at the Taipans and the Bullets. Just another uh, fantastic NBL product. Um, we may oh, as well yeah. say he's Australian. He's basically Australian. He is. We'll have to get, we'll have to get an Australian drop for TC. 
Um, any, any other comments on any of the other games there, Hamo? Um, obviously, the the Houston game was a bit meh. Um, I'll get into that, I suppose. The Warriors game was fucking fabulous. The Pelicans yeah. game was fabulous. And um, today's win against Minnesota was a river. Yeah. Um, like, the numbers that our guys have been putting up, and we'll, we'll get into this a bit later on too, but our, our bench and our, our team is just so solid at the moment. Um, like, you know, with, with the Warriors, Book had his 34. Um, Pelicans, Bridges was a standout. TC once again. Um, that eight, eight and even in his the eight minutes that he played against the Pelicans still managed to get his four points and three rebounds, which is awesome. Um, that whole Zaza violation rule, does it still fucking exist? Like, seriously, refs, what the fuck are you doing? Only, apparently only when you shoot threes. <sighs> Eat a dick. Um, but nah, man, seriously, all of our guys are just looking amazing. The Wolves game today, oh, some big numbers from some, you know, un, not unfamiliar faces, but unsuspecting faces. You know, Very Cam slow Jane. start. Slow start, though, wasn't it? I, I didn't get to see the first half. Off. I was working. Um but, yeah, no, definitely. Like, Cam J dropping 29, Bridges dropping um, 19. Spoiler alert, sorry if anyone hasn't seen the game yet, but if you haven't, then you shouldn't be tuning into the fucking podcast. Um, We're supposed yeah, to be no, bringing people hugely. onto the podcast, not fucking telling them to get off. Well, they need to watch the games before they can come on and listen to us talk shit, don't they? That's bullshit. Like, we, we can give them all the information they need for – they we never, can. ever have to watch a game. That's how fucking That's exactly right. Just on Cam Johnson, not not bad. The twenty nine points from from thirty three minutes. Yeah, that's, 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 that's pretty impressive. I don't know how many threes that he that he took, but he yeah seven from eleven possibly. Is that right? I'm just gonna bring it back up for you, mate. What are we looking Sounds at? Three pointers. Cam Johnson. No, I've lost it. Yeah, let's just say seven from eleven. Seven from eleven sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he was about seven from eleven. He he shot beautifully, really. And look, uh, there's um there was a lot of Cam Johnson love today, and rightfully so. He played a really good game. But my my biggest problem I have is look, he finished off the game before. Um, who did we play previously? Um, the Pelican? the Pelican? No, Rockets. No, Rockets. Um, finished that game quite well. Um, I think he hit two or three threes in the last quarter, which right. sort of helped us expand the lead and set us up there. Um, I need to uh, look, Minnesota are built for outside shooters because they can't defend the perimeter. I need to see Cam do this consistently, not score 29 points consistently, but just do he, what he did against the Rockets, 15 to 20 points a game, it's just every game that's what we need to see from Cam. Yeah, yeah, correct. totally, totally. And like, if you look back over the numbers for the whole week too, um, a lot of our guys have really started becoming more consistent and and um, developing. Well, not developing their game; they're all fairly established with their games. But just um, the best part about us at the moment that I really love is it's got to be so hard for other teams because you do not know where we're going to come from, whether it's going to be, you know, we're going to jock it to you, whether we're going to be Cam Jaying it down on you, Bridges, you just don't know where it's coming from, man. And, you know, I, I truly think that we do have one of the deepest bench teams or even just deep teams. Like I said, you just don't know where it's going to come from. And that's yeah. that's got to be a scary thing for other teams, man. Yeah, I think certainly, sure. certainly off the back of what we've seen over the first two weeks of the season, um, that's that's precisely what we're putting up. And um, everybody's contributing when they need to contribute. And we'll go into a few of those other players a little bit later on. But um, we're just seeing even contributions. And um, I said it today on Twitter. Uh, the thing I love so far is that we're exploiting other teams' weaknesses. And while we shot poorly outside at times, um, what we did was shot extremely well today against Minnesota, which is precisely what we should have done. Um, they, they allow you to do that, and you have to take advantage of it and make the most of it. I'm just thinking, Christ, we didn't end up getting, um, what's that, Rudy Go Gobert? 
Go Birds. I'm just thinking CrossFit and trade for him. COVID go Birds. The baguette. Oh, sorry. Dropped it. I don't rate him. No, and he um, he certainly proved today that, um, well, look, I think Minnesota's proved all season so far that um, playing two centres next to each other just doesn't work. Um, They've they've taken the keys away from Anthony Edwards of that franchise, and Edwards proved today exactly why he should be the cornerstone. Um, When Cat was sitting on the bench, Minnesota looked a hell of a lot more dangerous, and then Cat just come on and fucking did whatever he wanted again. I'm glad we didn't trade for that idiot either. Everyone wanted to yeah. trade fucking DA for him last year. You've got to be kidding. No. No way. No way. All right. Let's have a look at upcoming games before our next pod. And we've only got two of them. And they're back-to-back against the same team. Portland mm. on Saturday at 1pm and Portland on Sunday at 1pm. Um, I'm assuming that you're both going to go that we're winning both, both of these games. I honestly thought it was a typo at first, man. I had to reload the page a few times just to make sure because back-to-backs at home um, just seemed a bit odd to me. Um, I haven't looked that far ahead, so I wouldn't even have a clue who we're playing. Yeah, it's it's Blazers. Portland Portland twice. Portland twice at at Phoenix, at the footprint. So this was the one game out of the last week that I was actually worried about. Um, Portland can be a sneaky team at times. Um, the the chances you run with a back to back is that they can they can work work us out. Um, but going back to what I was saying before, you never know where it's going to come from with us at the moment. Um, I've got I've got a lot of faith. I've got a lot of faith in us um, taking both games. I really do. But Rose-coloured glasses. We'll we'll wait and see. Are they going to try new? Are they going to try different tactics for both games? I'm, I'm I'm sort of thinking they're going to experiment a little bit in the in the first game, pretty much like they did today with um, bringing in Dario off the bench and giving him five minutes or so, and maybe bringing in Lee for for a few more minutes. I don't I don't know. I, I'd, I'd like to see a bit more experiment experimentation out there, but. At the same time, I'd also like to build a lead and kick ass for for an entire game. You know, that's the curse and the the uh, blessing of playing back to backs against the same team. You know, we yeah. we can throw shit against the wall and see what sticks. Yeah. Um. But yeah, totally, man. I Blazers, like, yeah, hit and miss. But I, I reckon, I reckon we got these two. I mean, Gab, what what do you reckon, man? It just depends on whether Dame's back. Um, for Moen, if Dame's back, makes a makes a big difference to how they play, and we saw that the first time we played um, played up against Dame. Um, so we've already played Portland once, and obviously that was our one loss. Um, but even that one, uh, it was in overtime, and we really should have gone into double. Um, I'm pretty sure Dame will still be out. So if Dame's still out, I can't see us dropping either of these games to Portland, to be honest. But I'm I'm kind of with you there, Dame. I'd like to see us maybe just try something a little bit different. And I'll go into that in a minute um, when we speak about uh, the things that we want to speak about in Sun, this week's in Suns basketball. But um, I, I just, honestly, I, I, I don't care about winning 64 games this year. Um, I care about positioning ourselves... Uh, in the playoffs, hopefully in the top four, so that we at least get home court um, through most of the playoffs. Yep. Um, and then outside of that, I'd rather see us putting the challenge down to players just outside of our starting five. Throw a bit of throw a bit of um, a challenge their way and let let them see if they can dig their way out of stuff. Certainly. So I think we've totally, all gone. Yeah. We've all gone uh, zip and two for the two games coming up before our next pod. So that's all gotten a little bit easy. Um, Let's move into this week in Suns basketball. Um, So I've got it. I'm going to throw four questions at you here. Let's get into a little bit of detail on them um, because we're flying through this at the moment. It must be because we don't have that idiot Boyd on. Um, Has Cameron Payne done enough to convince you guys that he's back? 
I'll start with you, Dane. Has campaign done enough this season to convince you that he's back to the campaign of two years ago? I think that he's really, really trying and being as competitive as his body's allowing him to be. Um, look, he played 14 minutes today for eight points. Um, possibly needs to share the ball around a bit more with only two assists. As, as, a, as a point guard coming off the bench when CB3 is having a break, probably need a little bit more out of him by sharing like that. But look, two, two or three games back, he's throwing his body around. He's in double figures. He's playing a blinder, you know, like he'll be up and down, but he's getting his confidence back and I like it. I'm liking what I see. Boyd, you claim that he never left, uh, but everybody knows the campaign regressed badly last year and cost mm. us. That's why he ended up benched during the playoffs because he was fucking shit. But it's good to see that he's bounced back this season. And if you want to sit yeah, in the yeah. comments and make fucking cheap shots at me, get your ass on the pod and shut the fuck up. Hey, mate, is campaign back? Yes. For, for a very easy thing, but I will drag this out for the fact that I don't have anywhere else to be right now. Um, look, in the 14 minutes, like Dane said, he did get eight, but he also went two and two with the rebounds and assists. Now, that is not a one-dimensional player that we have seen in campaign in the last year, season, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think he truly knew how bad he was going to end up if he didn't pull his shit together. Um, I'm really, really proud to see him and ha happy to see him, um, you know, getting out there and giving it a go. Excuse me. But, um, yeah, look, I, I, I think he's definitely back to the, the campaign that we know and love, uh, hoping that it continues. But as it is right now, hell yeah, man, campaign's back and we should be grateful, definitely. I'm, uh, I'm stoked with the minutes the campaign's playing. It's, it's great to see that he has got a bit of that spark back. Is he back for the whole year? I don't know. I reckon it's too early to tell. Um, he's still missing really, really easy layups at times, which is a, a big concern. I love that he's starting to hit those threes again, um, which is something that probably hurt him the most last season, I think. Um, when he was playing poorly, and I think his confidence was down, it was because um, it was because he just had the um, he was missing those threes and and you could almost tell that his confidence was shot. Um, this season now he's he's hitting those threes. He's taking guys to the rim again. Um, he's been really exciting to for the start of the season. So let's hope he can maintain that because I really really don't want to read some Twitter about how Dwayne Washington fucking junior should be in there before campaign and oh uh, eat a dick like, eat a like, dick um, seriously let's let's support the uh let's support the the bloke who's on a two-way contract there's a fucking reason he's on a two-way contract because he's not good enough to play key minutes in um a fucking championship contender team so shut and the fuck up and to in Washington Junior. Sign, uh, Carmelo Anthony it's just as fucking bad as the bullshit we had to listen to last year about fucking Aaron Holiday Get over it. Move on. Campaign's doing his job. Let's make. Let's yep. hope that he continues to do his job every fucking game. Because I just um, wonder how much he's um, how much his bromance with um, Mikhail comes into that. You know, you see all their pre-game dance routines and everything that they do, and the high level that that Bridges plays at. And um, what 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 is he now? 14.5 million games without ever missing one, something like that. Yeah, um, I don't think he's ever missed a game that like Never. Not well, in, he's never missed one in college. Never in. Yeah, exactly, man. So like it, that that influence on campaign, um, the person that campaign is and his game. Um, fuck yeah, man. Let those two just get out there and do whatever the hell they want to do, man. Because it's work. And we're loving yeah. it. Yeah, good routine they've got. Keep it going. Keep dancing. That's it, man. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, leading into that, let's uh, let's spread a little bit of extra love to the bench. Has our bench proved themselves to this day 
now so far? And are you confident in this bench going ahead for the rest of the season? Because we all know Suns Twitter are still out there yelling and screaming about fucking trading for fucking, what's his face, Jordan Clarkson and throwing away Jay Crowder for some bench pieces. I've seen some shit today around Buddy Heald. Like, are you confident enough with this bench now? Have they proven themselves to you, Dane? Yeah, they have. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've been a... I'm not a fan of um, Shaman at all. I, just, I, I can't stand him as a player or his attitude. Um, but the other blokes... Well, we're going to have some fun coming up then. Uh, do I need to leave? Um, you might have to take no, that like, over with you. No, you stay exactly where you are. Mate, the other blokes are all stepping up. You know, like they're all, you know, averaging... You know, you've got Landale, he's averaging 16 minutes a game. Um, didn't obviously have a great one today. Um, Biombo, like, he's starting, he's playing really well. His blocks today were phenomenal. His defence is absolutely amazing. Well, he's um, had nine no, blocks in two games. Fucking yeah, hell. Yeah. But, um, no, the offence is great. Um, everyone's pulling their weight. I'm, I'm pretty confident if, if we... If we lead into the end of the season and and we need to rest blokes like Booker and CP3, maybe Johnson or McCall. I don't think McCall will want to drop. I, I'm confident that we've got the we've got the people to uh, to make up for it. How about yeah, hell yeah, man! I mean, totally. You know, um, the numbers I was rattling off before. It's I can't I can't fit everyone in, but our bench is just insane. You know, well, not even just our bench, but our our smaller role players. Everyone's doing their part. And goes back to what I was saying about how if I was facing the Suns, I'd be scared and worried, man, because you don't know where we're going to come from. No, you know, exactly. whether it's whether it's Jock Bridges campaign, you know, it, it, you don't know, man. We're gonna like Gav said again, we're we're gonna find your weakness and we're gonna yeah. stick it to you. So I, I think our bench is solid. You know, it may it may change by the end of the season, one or two pieces. But the the, the main core of our bench, fuck yeah, man. Keep it going. Run it back. It's working great. Yeah, I think our bench has been really impressive. I, I, I think it surprised a lot of people. And I, I don't think there's anyone, any one of us that sat there and went, uh, at the start of the season, oh, yeah, this bench is going to be great. We all had concerns, right? Um, everybody was worried about where the scoring was going to come from. We had that issue last season when Cam came out of the side or went into the starting lineup. We really struggled to score off the bench. Um, today was probably the first game where I saw a real breakdown in what the bench delivered um, when we were 17 up and I think Minnesota got it back to two. Monty bring the starters back in and we sort of just fucking blew them out of the water after that once the starters come back in. But um, there was it, it was a tough patch for those um, those bench players. They they struggled, and I've seen a whole heap of different things. You know, Jock, should Jock have started in front of Busy? Well, there's a reason Jock didn't start in front of Busy, and that's because he spreads the floor for that second unit, and the second yeah. unit plays much better because of Jock being in there, where we know that Busy's going to get in the way. Of that second yeah. unit, which is why he became the third string center. But with DA out, maintain Jock in the rotation as the backup, put Busy in there as the starter, um, and it worked. It, it pretty yeah. much worked all the way through. And um, I, I was highly critical of Busy at the start of the season and, and the signing of it, and I'm very happy to eat my own words um, because well, he, had, he, is, um, he has been outstanding. He had five blocks against Houston, but I thought he was terrible. Um, he got in the way. He he didn't play a good game of basketball. Um, five points, five rebounds, five blocks. But he just seemed slow and in the way against Houston. Five, five, it five, took five, us a long. Bad. It took us a long time. In not as a starting center, it took us a long time to really get over the top of um, Houston. Uh, a lot longer than it should have. And I thought Busy was a major reason for that, because if you had a look at the way the Suns played. As soon as Busy left the floor and Jock went into the rotation and in with the starters, Jock played a fucking sensational game against the Rockets. Why? Because he was better suited to the Rockets. Today, yeah. 
Jock, the the, uh, the game didn't suit Jock at all, and that's why he didn't play as many minutes. And he didn't play as well. But the game suited Busy to the ground. Why? Because Go Bear can't stretch the floor. So all Busy had to do was allow him to get the ball at the three-point line and then just drop himself into the um, into the key and make sure that they had no opportunity to drive the ball and score. And the, that's why the, this game just absolutely suited Busy to the ground. It's why he had the four blocks because he was able to change so many shots where it made, that was tougher for Jock to do. And coming off the bench, Cat was effectively the centre um, when Gobert rotated out. Jock had to defend the perimeter against Cat. Therefore, they spread the floor. Therefore, they had more opportunities to score inside. And Edwards took advantage of it. I think who was the, who's the other guy that um, played on Chris Paul? Um, their tall, skinny dude that's in their starting lineup. Oh, uh, I can't remember his name now. Um, anyway, he played, he, played a, he played a really, really good game because he was able to get inside behind the Suns' defence, um, particularly when Jock was on the floor and Busy wasn't able to drop off, go bare and sit in the hole. Jane um, McDaniels? Yeah, that's him, McDaniels. Um, I thought he was really, really solid uh, on the offensive end and he gave us some headaches there for a while. Four but, points, um, three rebounds. Well, uh, it was more the way that he actually made the defense move, and it allowed yeah, them. To yeah, score. I get that. There's um, more than he, more he than was, just numbers. He yeah. was dangerous, and and you look like campaigns not putting up massive numbers, but he's shifting the defense and making it move. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, and, what, and wasn't everyone saying at the start of the season the Warriors are going to be the like the sneaky? You got to watch them. They go, oh, we got all this shit going on. I don't Fuck think you can be the defending defending champions and be the sneaky watch side. But um, everyone certainly thought the Warriors were going to be up there. And look, it's only early doors with the Warriors. But um, I'm that's not going to stop me from running around telling everyone that their dynasty's over and they're finished. Yeah. Because fuck the Warriors. Um, fuck the Warriors. But but overall, I think um, I, let, let's be honest. Our bench has performed way beyond everyone's expectations. They've been fantastic so far. Let's hope they they can keep it up. Yeah, totally, man. Boyd, I'm happy to talk less um, as soon as you get your ass on the fucking pod and stop being a bitch. Why? So Boyd can take up all the air? Come on, oh, Boyd. We're, Come we're, pretty much, we're pretty much three quarters of the way through this pod and it's only half an hour when Boyd's on here. <laughs> all right. We're doing good. Next one. Did Cameron Johnson today prove that he is starter-worthy? Yes. Dave? Yes. There's been question marks, right? And we spoke about it um, with the with our American friends on a pod about a week or so ago. Um, that the, the question was, uh, or the statement was, maybe Cam's just a six man and that's okay. Did today prove that he's more than a, than a six man and he's a star? Well, when was the last time? Because he's... he's, he's ultimately taken Crowder's place in the team, hasn't he, as, as the starter. Mm-hmm. So when's the last time Crowder's put up those sort of numbers? As, like, I know it was one game. When's the last time Crowder done anything like that for us? No, oh, no, he never had. But uh, then again, Crowder never got the opportunity to play against a Minnesota side that is scared of defending the perimeter. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, I did notice that um, a lot today. It's, um, yeah, and it's it's... That's why I sort of say it's tough, really tough to assess because it was this was a game where Cameron Johnson just had to dominate. And I, I had him big numbers in my multi for that exact reason because yeah. this game was perfectly suited to it. You knew Ann Edwards was going to get up in Book's face. So Book wasn't going to be the one that was standing on the three-point line with the open shots. McHale has been penetrating and cutting more um, rather than sitting on the outside and shooting mm-hmm. those threes. We know Busy ain't shooting threes, let's be fucking honest. And Chris Paul <laughs> has been dodgy with his um with his three-point shooting to start the season. And reality was Cam playing the four against Cat, um, he was going to get those opportunities and he had to make the most of it. And cr- all credit to Cam Johnson, he absolutely did. Hello? Oh, yeah, man. Um, look, I'm, I'm very tempted to say yes. Um, I just want to watch this space. Just for now, 
You know what I mean? Give me one or two more games at the same consistency. And then, hell yeah, I'm all for it. But it, at, the way he is right now, man, yeah, definitely looks like he's got the potential to do that. But um, just just um, we know he can be accident-prone, clumsy, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, man, I, I'm loving what he's doing. But, like, let's just, let's just make sure that it's going to be a consistent thing before we go ahead and chuck it. But, like, you know, now, he's young as well. You know, like, he's young. He, He's so young, man. Was he 22, 23, somewhere? Two years from now, there's we're gonna we're gonna be looking at him as like he's gonna be elite, you know. Like that's the way I look at it. Two years from now in this league, he's gonna be unreal. I think he's um, you look at Book's game, he just turned 26. You forget Book's that fucking young. That's the that's the thing, man. We drafted we drafted Cam when he was 23, so I actually think he's um at the same age or just a touch younger than Book. He, he yeah. did roll out of college a bit bit later, didn't he? Yeah, yeah he's a, he was a so. I'm glad. I'm glad that um, Boyd isn't here because fuck him. Because he just just wrote this. I absolutely 100% agree that Cameron Johnson is 100% a star. He he can play the starting role. I think he absolutely proved himself today. Um. But more than proved himself, I think he got the confidence to understand and know that he's good enough to be a starter mm. today. That's half um, the battle. I though. really think he was. I really think he was worried um, about you know, Boyd saying Cameron Cam's twenty seven, and I thought that was Thanks, the case. Boyd. I thought he was a bit older than uh, Book. Um, yeah, I, I think he really. He he started the season a little bit concerned and a little bit worried about his body, um, and I think that the end of the Rockets game and today's game is going to give him all the confidence in the world, and he's certainly going to contribute more than Crowder did on the offensive end. Um, the concern was what he provided on the defensive end, but we saw him guard Cat today, and he did a sensational job of guarding Cat today. So... My my concerns on the defensive end. I actually thought, always thought Cam was a pretty decent defender. So um, I wasn't. I, I probably didn't have the queries that a lot of others did. Um, but I, yeah, I think today proved well and truly, without a shadow of a doubt, that um, he's more than capable as a starter. And hopefully, that kickstarts what we're going to see from Cam Johnson, particularly over the next sort of four weeks or so, as he builds a bit more momentum and confidence. Totally. Um, and being better than Crowder, right? Um, I think that's a given right now. Easily on the offense. Uh, I'm sure he can salsa dance, but I've heard he's also actually a pretty good ballroom dancer too. So stick that up here, fucking Jay Crowder. That was um, that was random, but okay. Um, my next one. What's wrong with our fans? Our Aussie fans, nothing. Yeah, Fucking love you all. Suns, Suns fans, um, in general, what's wrong with them? Um, spoiled little bitches. Why do we lose our shit every fucking time about every fucking thing? So, I'll go through this. Then you guys, I'll use this one this way. I'm going to lose my shit a bit, um, and you guys can rebut anything you fucking like, and then I'll rebut straight back and basically tell you all to get fucked and probably kick you out. But we're going to do it anyway. Um, number one. Hey, Richie. With Sun's Twitter, not so much our group, I guess. I, no, I haven't really seen it. Um from our group, but particularly Sun's Twitter. So this one more directed at you. We don't have to trade Jay Crowder now. Why do you fucking want to undersell the ability and the value that we could potentially get out of a Jay Crowder in a trade later on? When sides start to realise that they're in contention for a championship and want a power forward that can come in and play the starter role um, or even come in off the bench, they're going to give up more than what they'll give up now. What... What teams need to see is the Suns sit back and go, we're just not going to trade him just because he's not playing. We're, we're not going to jump and trade him. 
I seen a fucking thing today where someone said Crowder Sa- and Sarich and a first round pick for Jordan fucking Clarkson. You are fucking kidding me. What needle yeah. does that move in what generation anywhere in the fucking world to bring a, a streaky shooter that will, yes, some days he'll come out and hit five threes in fucking five minutes, but then he'll have 87 fucking ridiculous, stupid shots, break it, uh, break up exactly what is being built on the bench right now um, so that we can bring him in to bring him off the fucking bench in the second unit. Our second unit's going fine. Why the fuck is everyone so desperate to take shit just to move Crowder on? Once again, Either I'm going to put got shit on myself here. Yeah, I'm going to put shit on myself here again. Sorry, jump in there, Dave. Um, you know, I was ripping on the signing of Busy and stuff earlier on in the season. Now, from memory, we got Busy for about the one four one six mark or something like Last that. Last year, this, right? year he's, this year he's on uh, 2.8, I think. Oh, okay, sorry, 2.8. That's what we're getting for 2.8. Now, Crowder's worth 10, approximately. Yep. Imagine what we get if we just take our time, do the diligence, and get the fucking right person. I didn't have faith in Busy at first. However, look at what we've got for that amount of money. Like Gav said, man, calm the fuck down, right? Have a chill pill. And just wait and see what's going to come for the 10-odd million that that crowd is worth to uh, not worth to us, but worth in contract value. Um, so just chill the fuck out, man. You know, Sun Twitter is crazy. They, we probably have some of the most um, uh, fuckhead fans in the world. You know, just people who don't know what the fuck they're talking about and just carry that's on. Like probably, tools. That's probably a little bit of a stretch because you can make a straight comparison to the Lakers and straight away, I don't care how fucking retarded some of our players get or some of our fans get with their comments. Um, they're never, ever going to Personally, anyone who supports Lakers. LeBron's a fuckwit, in my opinion, but anyway. I got into that fuck too, down. so I can get into that too. Yeah, just, just seriously, chill the fuck out. I had no faith in Busy at the, the, the two point or one point, whatever it was last time I went off about him. And Gav, you threw at me and said, well, who can we get better for that price? And you're right. So calm the fuck down when it comes to Jay Crowder, people. We've got $10 million worth of something coming back to us. We're not going to rush into it. Don't. Oh, I'm just thinking that, well, James, jo- James Jones isn't an idiot. You know, he knows what he's doing. He's... Like what someone said today on Facebook, he's just sitting back playing chess at the moment. He knows what's going on. Leave it up to him. Um, it's out of our out of our control. I'm not I'm not desperate to move Crowder on at all at the moment. I'm not desperate for it. No. Don't I'd like to. to I'd like to see something happen before the end of the season. Hopefully we get something get something decent, but I'm not I'm not desperate for it. Number two. And this one will be real fun. Those of you that sit there and pot the fuck out of Landry Shamit, game after fucking game after fucking game after fucking game. And we do it in the Aussie fans fucking chat. They do it on Twitter. Everybody fucking does it. I get it. Blah, 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 blah. Why do we as Suns fans expect the blokes that are coming off the bench they come off the bench for a fucking reason. Why do we expect them to be fucking Michael Jordan? Landry Shamet has been solid on defense. He's hitting 50% or he's shooting at 47% from three this year, which is a fucking good clip. If he's shooting 47% compared to the 32 or 33 he shot last year, that's a fucking good result. He's not going to come in and score 30 points a game. He's not going to come in and score 20 points a game. Landry Shamit's job is to come in and hit three or four, two to four threes per game in the minutes he plays. He plays 15 minutes a fucking game, people. He comes in, he's good on defense, really solid. He handles the ball pretty well. He spreads the floor well, and when he's getting those opportunities, he's taking them this season. Get off the poor cunt's back and let him play fucking ball. That's two. Two in 39 minutes. Take that, boy. Um, look, 
I just don't like him. Just Why? Like what did he him. do to you? He he took too much money off us. No, he didn't. Why did he take he too did. much money off us? What's he on? The, the... He's on about nine million a year. That's which okay. in NBA money is fucking nothing. No, it's it's nothing. However, I just I just I don't know, man. It seemed like once we once we signed his contract, he just disappeared. Now, the last couple of games, hang on, the last couple of games, yes, he's come back a little bit, a little bit. It's pretty easy to hit 43% when you're only playing three minutes a game and taking two shots. It's 15 minutes a game, and it's not easy to hit 47%. I don't give a fuck what you're saying. It should be if you're getting fucking nine million a year. Potentially, it should be. Our buddy's out there doing his fucking job. Seven, eight minutes today, no assists, no boards. Two or five three-pointers, eight points. I don't rate him. Don't like him. Don't I don't like him. him. What do you do to you? Do you want to know why oh, Suns fans don't like I'm going to quote Boyd Shemit? right now. You're speaking to my soul, Dane. Do you want to know why Suns fans don't like Landry Shamit? Because James Jones extended him before he fucking played a game. No. Nah, that is I, the, I didn't, that is I the didn't main reason know. that Suns fans don't like him. I didn't even he spent know too much time with fucking Ben Simmons. So that's why you don't like him, because he yeah. spent too much time with Ben Simmons. That makes sense. We're going to get into the whole Nets organization a little bit later, man. Trust me. This is um this this again just it makes no sense that we slam and absolutely bury this bloke for coming in and coming off the bench and doing the job that he's supposed to be fucking doing. And he does it well. Twitter sphere, Suns fans. I hate bagging anyone that wears a Suns jersey. I really do. I really hate bagging him out. But he's not. He's not a Suns player. Fuck him. You're talking about the same group of people, the same fans that have been trying to trade DA for fucking two years. Now look what he's doing, man. He's kicking ass. Never wanted to trade DA. I've always loved him. Yeah. What do you? What do you? No, I just wanted him to leave his feet, man. I just wanted him to jump. That's all it was. And yeah. he's doing that now. Yeah. But it's the same the same fans, right? That are that have been cracking DA, been cracking this, or oh, why sign CP3? It's just like we get we got a lot of fans that still vote for people like Kobe Bryant in the All-Star game. It's just fucking stupid. You know I don't know I mean? that we do, I don't know that we really do. Um and I'm not, not sure true fans. Point, not I'm true not sure fans. what the overall point was there, but the same people that said they wanted to trade DA, don't like Shamit. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm just saying it's the same sort of thing. Like, people just um, uh, don't know what the fuck they're talking about. It's expectations, right? But you just said you fucking don't like him either, so that means that you don't know what you're fucking talking about. No, not liking him and not wanting to keep him, two different things. There is... I loved him when he was at Brooklyn, man. I loved him when he was at Brooklyn. He was kicking fucking ass. The problem we have, and it was it's like the whole backup point guard thing with Cameron Payne that I spoke about a couple of weeks ago. We have this unrealistic expectation that we're going to have fucking superstars coming off the bench. These guys need to come in for 15 minutes a game and do their job. That's all I give a fuck about. Because come playoffs, they're going to be just as important and we need them to do the job. If we 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 just we just completely overreact as fans to guys that are coming off the bench. Again, where there's people out there talking about let's trade campaign and bring SGA in to come off the bench. Has anyone seen what SGA is doing in fucking OKC so far at the start of this year? He's, He's averaging the only person with points a game with five and five. 35 five, two, two averaging. That's insane. Like, do people really think that SGA is going to come off the bench in fucking Phoenix? Like, come on, guys. And this is the we keep talking about all of these other guys that we can trade in and do this. And as long as when we trade Crowder, we trade Shannon. Why? What are we going to get back? People just don't like the guy. The guy's been playing his role this year. And someone said it before. He had personal problems last year. And we're seeing a different Shamit this year. All I'm saying is give the guy a fucking gut. And let's see what he does. And if he sucks ass at the halfway mark of the year, you can come back to me and slam him. I've got no problem with that. But no, at the moment, he's doing his fucking job. Yeah. Um, so what about a, what about a trade with um, 
What about a trade of Shamit, Dario, and Kriata? If For what? it depends on what we're getting back. Like if oh, if mate, the value's the there, I've, value. got, I've got the no problem. I've got no problem with moving Shamit. Don't get me wrong. If the trade's there and the deal's right, I've got no problem with players being moved. Any of them. Yeah. Right. But what I'm what I'm trying to say is. As Suns fans, we have to stop desperately trying to get rid of our players to bring in someone like Jordan fucking Clarkson. Because it's not oh, I'm, I'm with you there. to come playoffs. Yeah, nah, 100% with he, you it, it won't work. It, it, he, he's not our kind of dude. It just, it's just, it's a dumb move. It, it wouldn't work. So that's, that's, my, that's my point. That's for all of you guys. If you keep going in the fucking chat, I'm going to keep hammering back. Um, because reality is that you are not giving this guy a fair go at the moment. And if he sucked, I'd probably support you. But he's not sucking at the moment. And finally, the other shit that I spoke about in the chat today, anyone who doesn't think LeBron James is one of the greatest players of this era is a fucking moron. I don't like the guy either. He's a piece of shit at times. He can be cocky as hell. But everybody that is an American athlete is a fucking cocky motherfucker. That's the way they behave. It's what they do. And why... Why the hell wouldn't somebody like LeBron James, who has been an absolute icon of the game for the last 10 years, why shouldn't he come out and say, yes, I want to be spoken about in that um, group of people at the top of the tree that have played the game? He absolutely should. He's earned that right. Then when Kevin Durant does it, everyone jumps on him. Is has Kevin Kevin Durant is one of the best basketball players in the world right now, but he shouldn't be spoken of as one of the best players of this era because he didn't sign up with super team after super team after super team, didn't he? But he did twice, once, twice, once. Really? Because when he went to Brooklyn, mate, all the talk was when he went to Brooklyn. Kyrie wasn't fucking there. Yes, he, he was. was wandering, he was wandering around. He didn't play for the whole fucking first season, man. He was out to but he didn't, Hold on. Your, your argument's fucking absolutely empty there, mate. He signed because the expectation was Kyrie was playing and that that was going to be another super team. The next super team was going to be in Brooklyn. You can't say it was anything other than that, especially once Harden was traded there as well. He absolutely signed that, up to that a super was, team that, in that Brooklyn. That was never going to be a full-time thing, man. That was always a stepping really? stone. Really? No, it wasn't. Yep. That was that was a... If it, if it was going to be legit, he would have been in shape. He absolutely signed up to, to a super team in Brooklyn just because it didn't turn out that way. Well, he hasn't packed now, and left. What... what um, and again, we'll, let's go back to the LeBron signs up to super teams all the time. He signed up to one super team, which was Miami. And that was when Bosch and Wade went there. When he went back to Cleveland, that wasn't a super team. They finished fucking third last. Right. Hey, All they had was Kyrie. He, he had Matthew Delvadova, okay? Right. And then he went to the Lakers. Our AD Lord wasn't and there when he went to the Lakers. So oh, he's... Fuck the Lakers. I, I, I hate this whole super team to super team to super team narrative that people say about LeBron because it's fucking bullshit. And the dude and has just never, ever not finished a contract. Dude's a fuckwit. Might be I a fuckwit, but... Yeah. I don't mind. I don't mind LeBron. I think, I think that a lot of us are missing the opportunity to watch what a player that is one of the greats of the generation. And we're doing it because you have this fucking outrageous hate for him. So, anyway. Um... <laughs> You're Richie, talking, I'm not just quickly. You're Richie, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I agree with this either, Richie. But um, to be honest, these guys have got a platform and they tend to use it. So do we. Um, yeah. No, Danny Richie no? made me lose it. <laughs> All right, gents, have you got a piece of paper and a pen? All set. Because it I'm is just... that time of the night where we go into. And I'm not sure if the music will work on this because I bashed it together really late because um, we weren't sure whether we we're going to going ahead or not. But we, it is time for random sons. I've tried to make this one a little bit easier. Maybe the fourth one might trouble you a little bit, but I've tried to make this a little bit easier uh, because we do have a first timer on. So, are you ready, gents? Oh okay. yeah. Go. All right, here we go. 
Hey, we got gents. We got one. <laughs> All right, you done? I tried to tap the sound if there was any sound clues. Nah, no good. Nah, no, no sound music, clues. Bro. Just oh, music. Nah. Run it, run it back one more time, DJ. You want to run, all right, we'll run it back one more time. Chat, try not to throw any names in until we start to go through them. Here we go, one more time, gents. How'd we go? I got one. Let's, let's test sure. this out. Dane, who was the first one? No idea. Hamo? Hey, more than likely, probably not, but God damn, it looked like Kenny Smith. <laughs> it was not Kenny Smith. Anyone in the chat want to have a go at who was first up? Uh, Richie, you are spot on. It was Mark West. Well Come done, on, Richie. Legend of the Suns. Legend of the Suns. Um, who was number two? Was that number 21? Yes. I don't know. Still plays now. I've got, a, I've got a lookalike for you. It looked like Scott Machado that used to play for the Kansas Taipans and played for the G League in the NBA. But I don't think it is. You're right. It's not. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Anyone in the chat? Hamo. Hey, 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 hey. I haven't had a go. I'm yeah, pretty sure it's it, Rashawn Holmes. And Boyd nails it. And Hamo nails it. It was Rashawn Holmes. Two pods in a row. <laughs> still still playing for the Sacramento Kings, although not playing much right now. Who was number three? Also still playing in the NBA now. Obviously not for the Suns, though. Dane? No. Nah. Am I? No, nah, man. No, nah, I don't recognise the number once again, but I've, I'm going to say because I say it every other pod, Archie Goodwin. And anyone in the chat want to have a quick go at this? Five, four, three, two, one. Oh, hold on. We've got a couple that have gone here. Let's have a look here. Place for Memphis is correct, Richie. So that's a good hint for anyone. Or, or actually, no, he doesn't play for Memphis now. He did last year. Oh, Shaq Harrison. There you go. It was not Shaq Harrison. No. Anybody no, else? Last chance. It was DeAnthony Melton. Oh, wow. And Boyd just slipped in and picked up Melton right as I said it. So, well done, Boyd. Nice. Well done. After, after six guesses and... Nailed it all down. And the last one. Dane. No. No. Hamo. Before my time, brother. Chat. Anyone want to have a go at who the last photo was? Uh, played for, oh, yeah, Richie. Richie's nailed it. It was Hot Rod Williams. And I only put him in Rich. because the name Hot Rod Williams is the best. So that is well done, cool. guys. Hey, mate, you nailed another one. Man, I'm I, fuck. I'm on fire. You are absolutely on fire. <sighs> Two Although last pod, one this pod, retiring. To be honest, I'm I'm very very disappointed in both of you. So that brings us to. I would kill everyone in this room for a drop of sweet beer. So Homer, please feel free to tell us anything. Who do you want to have a beer with this week, Dane? Well, seeing that I've had a beer with both of you now, that could be anyone from the group. No, it could be anyone in the in basketball, mate, in the NBA, anything. Oh, uh, look, maybe maybe Landry Shamit, just to apologise on your behalf and my behalf, and we'll, we can patch things up, maybe. I like it. I like it. Hamo, who do you want to have a beer with this week? He'd probably drop it. Oh. <laughs> he sure as hell wouldn't get it in the bloody waste waste basket. Um, look, I'd love to have a, a beer with one of the um, the OG Phoenix Sun super fans, uh, Mister Orange. 
I'm loving his style, man. Loving his dedication and his flair. He um he's he's always there front and center, always promoting his stuff on socials and all that kind of stuff. Had a had a couple of chats with him, hoping to get him on one of our pods uh, in the upcoming future. Um, but yeah, I'd love to sit down and have a have a beer with Mister Orange, man. I think that'd be unreal. Top I like it. I like it. Um, I want to have a beer with Barack Obama when he buys the Suns. Um, come on, Barack, get it going. Purchase the Suns. Let's uh, let's let's move this along. Get rid of fucking Sava, and um, and get he would be Barack a in the team. To drink with man. I think he'd be pretty fucking fun to have a beer with well, Barack. He doesn't mind a bit of uh, a bit of. What do, what do we call it? Aussie Aussie flair when it comes to hanging shit on each other. He's he's pretty good. Nah, hell no. Quick witted. So and he, he, he admitted to partying pretty heavy back in college days, man. So yeah. Yeah. That only leads us do into it. our Don't next one. Don't be a flog. Who's your flog of the week, Dave? <clears throat> flog of the week. Uh mate, I'll tell you what, Dave, there's a fucking hell of a lot of options this week. It's very hard to pick, but um, who's that cockhead on ESPN with the bow tie? All of them? He's got a bow tie. Oh, fuck. I, I don't know what his name is. I forget what his name is. on ESPN. He's with Shaq and all them. I don't like him. Oh, yeah. The oh, um, uh, Ernie. Yeah. yeah. Is Ernie Johnson? Is that, is that him? I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I do. Oh, fuck yeah. No, I just didn't like a couple of things he said during the week. Didn't like it. What did he say? I can't remember. I just didn't like it. Turned it off. <laughs> didn't like it. As soon as he wants to be negative, <laughs> I'll, I'll... Um, Fair enough. <laughs> You're supposed to give a bit more detail there, Jane. Come on, mate. Uh, are, 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 are they on TNT or... Flog of the week, or I can pick ESPN. my wife. I could pick my uh, wife, actually. Flog of the week. One ton soup with fucking chopsticks. <laughs> you know. Here's a fucking spoon. <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, that's a challenge. Soup yeah. with chopsticks. Hello. Yeah. Oh, you've got you've got uh, you've upset Boyd there. Dane with your flog. That's he reckons Ernie's a saint. He can fuck off. He can fuck off. <laughs> hey, mate, who do you, who's your flog of the week? All right. I'm a pretty reserved guy nowadays. I don't tend to, to fly off the handle so much, so I'm going to try and keep it under under the volume level. But I would really like to punch fuck out of the combination of Joe Sy and Sean Marks. The whole Steve Nash thing, you brought him in to babysit some prima donna fucking idiots. Fucking like Okay? Them. People who all are living up here, right, when they need to be brought down to here. Okay? Love KD, but he come out, he didn't want Nash around. All of a sudden, you all get rid of Nash. Okay? One of the greatest players of all time and a son. Then you want to bring in Imi Udoka, okay, to babysit these fucks and run it the way that they want to run it. This fucking cunt couldn't even handle his own family relationship with two people. Now you want to babysit these fucking idiots. Your flogs, fuck off. Yeah, I'm... Def- look, definitely, they're, um, what's going on in Brooklyn? There's a lot of flogs running around there in Brooklyn at the moment. So it's, um, yeah, pretty disappointing. Sorry, had to be said. Fair enough, too. Fair enough, too. All right, um, my flog of the week. And, uh, well, Richie is backing you up there. Great call, Hamo. I've got, I've got two flogs of the week. Um, my first one is, and we're going back to the conversation we had earlier, but Jay Crowder is my first vlog of the week. Jay, Jay we, we all get 
that you um we all get that you want to we all get that you want to get out of Phoenix, right? You've requested a trade, you're sitting at home, you're throwing your toys out of the car. But why the fuck would you make a burner Twitter account <laughs> to say that you can't sell or, or the Phoenix Sun shop is refusing, refusing to sell your jersey and you couldn't get one made at the ones that make the those other ones and that the Suns basically have refused to sell your jersey. Number one, who cares? If the Suns don't want to sell your jersey, jersey after you threw your toys out of the cot, well, they don't sell your jersey after you threw your toys out of the cot. It's as simple as that. Move on, mate. When you get traded, you'll get traded. And that is it. It is that cut and dry. It is simple, man. Wake up to yourself. You do not make burner accounts on Twitter to make yourself look good. That's a Kevin leave Durant thing. Leave that to Katie. That's a Kevin Durant thing. Who also, three of his burner accounts follow our podcast, guys. So if that means anything to you, get on board. Number two. Now, uh, probably not as um, not as hugely impactful, I suppose. But for me, it was. Um, the... Garrison Matthews. Number one, no one knows who the fuck you are, mate. You play for Houston. Your team's a pretty much a disgrace. Did anybody who else watched the Houston game? This dude ran around the entire game with his chest puffed out, trying to start fights with everybody on the fucking court. The fuck is wrong with you, mate? Go out and hit a shot. Is he that big ass white boy? Yes. I yeah. mean, he hit a three at some stage and fucking basically acted like a peacock on the court for the next eight minutes. Tried to start a couple of fights. I think he tried to start Bulk at one stage. He tried to start Damian, Damian Lee. Damian uh, tried Lee. to tried to start a fight with fucking who who else? Whoever else he tried to start a fight with. Look, I didn't mind Houston. No young team. They were a bit chippy. It was good fun. Um, they yeah. they they took it up to the Suns and good on it. All credit to them for doing that. But Garrison, know your role in the know where you are in the pecking order, and don't be such a flog. All right. Go out there, do your job. You're not you're not a hard man, all right? You're not going to be able to stand toe-to-toe with these guys. Move on. 100, man, 100. No. Great show, guys. I like it. Fantastic I like it. stuff. Unreal. Um, last comments, Hamo, we'll start with you. Any last comments? Where can we find you? All that sort of fun stuff. And you all know where to find me, man. It's written right here. At Sir Hamo on Twitter. Come have a chat. Got a lot of a lot of good people on there, man. Having some good vibes, some good chat, mostly positive. Maybe not, but no, nah, check us out. Um, you know, Aussie Suns fans, Gab's going to tell you where to find us all. But me, Sir Hamo, and uh, yeah, looking forward to kicking the absolute crap out of the Blazers twice. Don't. Uh, you can just find me in Cairns, really. <laughs> <laughs> It's a small town, mate. Not on on Twitter. (laughs) No, not on Twitter, mate. Um, I'm on Instagram. I don't know how to use it. I don't even know my handle. Um, I'm a bit like Sam Newman, mate. I've got no fucking idea. (laughs) That's that's fair enough, mate. That's fair enough. Thank you heaps for coming on at late notice for us tonight, though, mate. Yeah. It was a Thank real, you, real pleasure to have you on. I'm just Hell disappointed yeah. that we were a week too late and you weren't rocking the mullet. <laughs> now you're freshly, freshly shaven, mate. So, a bit too I'll tell you what. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate the invite. And, um, Those guys who do not know, we have an Aussie Suns fans chat. Um, obviously limited to 99 people. If you want to be involved in that and you're a member of the Aussie Suns fans Facebook page, just let us know on the page and we'll, we'll add you into the chat because we got to see a whole different side of Dane that uh, we weren't expecting this week. And I'll tell you what, man, it uh, yeah, it just made me want to have a beer with you a little bit more, brother. So, yeah, no, that was why, nice to do. But yeah. Why? Because he flashed his fucking ass. Yeah, why the fuck not, man? He's just like, I don't know, 90, 98 people in this group. Here's me bald head and here's me hairy ass. Loved it. 
I've got plenty of regrets to turn around, mate. <laughs> it was um it was very nicely done, Dave. Well done, I'll support it. Um you can catch us at Aussie Suns fans on Twitter, myself at Guesswork Gav. Like, subscribe, comment, do all that sort of stuff. We love the fact that everyone's there. It's really um really important that you do when you go onto YouTube, click click subscribe. We want to keep building those subscribers up on YouTube, and we'd really appreciate if you uh, helped us out with that. Um, oh, yeah. It's uh, it, it was a hell of a lot of fun again tonight. We will be back hopefully Monday night, depending on, uh, you know, Boyd's got a bit loose with his time these days, um, and Nate's in a different time zone, so he finds it hard at times. But hopefully we'll be back. We're trying to get a couple of special guests, guests for some episodes coming up, but... Really appreciate it, um, Paul. I'm, I'm still speaking to your people. Um, we're Dervisher world. We we will try. Um, we uh, eventually we'll get you on, mate. It's it's really it's, starting it's, to hurt the heart. Um, this is really hard, eh? Like, far yeah, out, it's man. tough. Um, I'm trying for so long. Go and follow. Go and follow your other sons' podcasts as well. Um, we get lots of shout outs from the guys, the PHNX crew, the Suns Jam Session crew, Fanning the Flames crew, Coast to Coast Pod crew. Um, we get we get lots of shout outs from those guys. They they always check us out every week. Fallen so, founder. Um Fallen founder who's who's the free agent, the hottest free agent around. You can catch him a couple of times on uh on uh I think he's on the solar panel quite regularly as well. Um yeah, we will catch you all next week. Enjoy your time and uh we'll see you then. Thank you. As Chris Paul gets in, another wide open three. Pierre Cardin. The first to Booker for the long range jumper. P H O E N I X. Phoenix Suns, and you know we up next. Yeah, we working for that championship ring. We the Valley, it ain't nothing but a thing. P H O E N I X. Phoenix Suns, and you know we up next. Yeah, we working for that championship ring. We the Valley, it ain't nothing but a thing. Chris Paul, bring a dinner with a dish. D-Book on the corner with the swish. We the Valley, hating with the dunk. Pulsarizing, now the crowd getting pumped. We the best, I ain't talking about Cali. Who's next, never winning in the Valley. Can't wait for that championship rally. Send them home, send them back to Cali. Stand up if you're down for the suns. Put a finger in the air, we number one. P-H-O-E-N-I-X. Phoenix Suns, and you know we up next. Yeah, we working for that championship ring. We the Valley, it ain't nothing but a thing. P-H-O-E-N-I-X. Phoenix Suns, and you know we up next. Yeah, we working for that championship ring. We the Valley, it ain't nothing but a thing.